This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. It's so cool to see these people who, you know, are doing it for the first time or, or don't really know. And then they turn out some unbelievable dish and blow people away. And it's it's that is really the fun and pleasure of it all. Hi, everyone. My name is Jen. My name is Abby. And this is Amused Boosh. Oh, man. Every time we go back into our intro after a little bit of a hiatus, it's like a nice little warm blanket. I felt that. (laughs) I'm so glad you felt that because we're not in the same room as we usually are in the studio together. We're doing a, a virtual Zoom thing from our homes. You're sitting in your wonderful kitchen and I'm sitting in my bed. So I'm getting even more warm fuzzies just from being under blankets. It's July also, so everything is warm. But uh, without further ado, we have a fantastic guest today who we have gotten to know and love uh, over the course of the last year or so. She has guided us through many a culinary adventure, and we are grateful to have her back on again today to talk about something that's very near and dear to her heart. Welcome back to the show, Heidi Bellato. Hello, ladies. How are you? Oh, so good. So glad to have you back. I I am thrilled to be here and thrilled even more about what we're going to talk about. So yeah, what are so we this, going to talk about? Please, yeah, kick us off. The 2023 NCRLA Chef Showdown. Okay, so this is something that you brought up to us when you came into the studio. I remember yes. you giving us kind of an overview. So can you remind our listeners, for those who, who haven't listened to that episode in a while, what is the, the NCRLA Chef Showdown? Okay, so let's start with what the NCRLA is. It's the North Carolina Restaurant and Lodging Association, and they are a support and lobbying group for the hospitality industry in our state. They're North Carolina's arm of the Restaurant Association, National Restaurant Association. And um, and so this is a money-making event for them, but also a wonderful way for them to help recognize, support, and shine a spotlight on lots of uh, North Carolina's culinary Uh, well, culinary talent, culinary and mixology talent, uh, and members of the hospitality industry. So that's, and and the Chef Showdown uh, is an event. They came to me in 2016 looking for uh, an evening event after a day-long seminar they were doing. And um, and they came to me in July and said, we want to do some sort of competition chopped kind of thing. And uh, can you put that together? And I said, sure, I can. And they said, it's in a month. And so I said, okay. And and the truth is I called 12 chefs I knew could do that and could cook for 250 people and could showcase local product. And um, and then as it turned out for that event, we had people apply as well to see, you know, can I be a part of it? And we said, yes. And so that was a one night event in Raleigh. And, um, and since then it's grown to about a six month event uh, across the state. I love this. And this reminds me so much of one of the things that we loved most about our initial interview with you, which was you really kind of landed where you are just by saying yes to questions and requests that you've never gotten before. And you're like, I'm just going to figure this out, right? It is my biggest advice to anybody. Just say yes. You know, figure it out. Figure it out. You know, I'm going to make an exception that maybe brain surgery or, you know, know, but other than that. Healthy boundaries are good too. Yeah. (laughs) Awesome. So you guys have a special sponsor this year. The title sponsor has got to be NC, uh, the Department of Agriculture. Give us a little bit of information about their role in this and sort of what their background is. 
So the Department of Agriculture, which is now kind of dubbed as got to be NC, is has been our sponsor since the very beginning. They've been our title sponsor um, because one of the things that was so important to me when we started and important to everybody that was initially involved was that this focus not only on local chefs, but on local farmers and local producers. And that is all those people fall under the umbrella of the of the Department of Agriculture. And so um, they became a partner. Uh, and, uh, you know, I do a lot of work for them over and above the Chef Showdown. I love the whole philosophy of supporting local farmers and not just big ag industry, although that's a part of it, too. Um, and so it's making people aware of where our food comes from and letting them see how chefs can take that food and and highlight it. Uh, just by using what it is and focusing on the local ingredients and seasonal ingredients. This is what I love about this event in itself, that that you are going around and having experiences with these other chefs coming in and competing against each other with that same purpose, that same focus Mm -hmm. on what North Carolina brings to the table. And this is such a great way also to highlight what North Carolina brings to our country, right? We produce Absolutely. so many different types of foods from grains to produce and and meat and everything in between. And so that, that end-to-end experience of what grows in the earth to the chefs that are putting it on our plates at the end of the day, it's it's a beautiful way to celebrate what North Carolina brings to, to the bigger, you know, United States even. And it's Absolutely. easy for us to be proud of. Oh, for sure. For sure. You know, North Carolina's largest industry is agriculture. And and the people who showcase that the very best are the members of our culinary industry. So if, um, you know, and we have other sponsors that that are different, um, you know, over and above got to BNC, we've got, uh, oh, there's a long list of them, but, but lots of them are involved in agriculture. But what we encourage our chefs to do uh, they get a a certain amount of points. Twenty percent of their score actually is based on the local ingredients they have on their plate or in their glass. And um, so we encourage them. They don't have to use sponsored product, although many of them do. But they can go local as is local as your own back the herb garden in your own backyard, or the berries that are growing on your blueberry bush out by your front door, or to your local farmers market or local farmer. So. We have supported this year, I'm working on the list, but it's close, it's over 500 uh, the whole year long, over 500 different farmers and producers have wow. been a part of this competition because chefs have said, I want, you know, farmer Abby's meat and I want farmer Jen's pickles and, you know, whatever it is. And because we start in January and we run through August, we hit all the seasons. And um, so there's a wide, wide variety of of produce uh, and product that's been featured, of course, First across of all, the course of this competition. We all want Farmer Abby's meat, if I could just say <laughs> I was going to say, if I had a dollar for every time someone has said that. I know, I know, I know, I know. I feel like this is an appropriate time to talk about um, the revelation that I've had uh, about the NC Sweet Potato Commission. Uh, and I'm a former editor in a, in the food service industry. So this was jarring to me. Uh, Heidi, why don't you drop that little nugget of knowledge on our listeners and watch their minds okay. explode? Well, let me say first that we are very delighted to have the North Carolina Sweet Pota- Potato Commission as one of our sponsors. In fact, they are this year, we say they're powering our People's Choice Awards. So uh, to win the People's Choice Awards, somebody doesn't have to have sweet potatoes on the plate. 
but um, but the Sweet Potato Commission is making that award possible this year. So um, one of the things we like to help spread the word about is that the the word sweet potato is one word. It is not two words. It is what? one word. What? I just I've never. I don't know that I've ever seen. I'm sweet resisting potato. the urge to look up like AP style suggestions and all. <laughs> like it's, so you have to is... look up a current AP style suggestion. Right. But oh, I'm subscribed is... to the updates. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt about that at all. <laughs> but, um, so, so you know, if you look it up, it's going to say you can spell it either way. Right. But the Sweet Potato Commission is um, who is now, by the way, selling North Carolina sweet potatoes in Europe. Just to let you know that. Whoa! Yeah, how cool is that? So talk about countrywide, we are worldwide with North Carolina produce. Um, but but they have really petitioned, whoever it is you petition, I'm not really sure who that is, um, but to say it's one word, because it is not, that vegetable is not a sweet potato. It is, it's not a potato at all. So it's a root vegetable um, that is called a sweet potato, <laughs> one word. And, and it's not a yam. That's a totally different vegetable. And um, although sometimes those names are used interchangeably uh, by lots of people, uh, but it's two different vegetables. And so a sweet potato is one word and um, it's not just served on the table at Thanksgiving. You can eat it. All, it it's available and you can eat it all year long, long. There's, I could tell you way more information than you probably want to know, but there's more than 200 different varieties of sweet potatoes what? and most of those grow in the state of North Carolina. Oh my gosh. And, um, yeah. And they're different. So there's, you know, the ones we're used to are the Covington sweet potatoes. Those are the big orange sweet potatoes that we see everywhere, but um, there are Japanese sweet potatoes. There's purple sweet potatoes. There's white sweet potatoes. They all have different textures and water content. So they're better for different things. Um, like some are better for baking and pies, some like apples, some are, you know, better for baking, some are better for pies, some are better for making sweet potato chips or sweet potato fries. Um, some are mixologists use them in cocktails as well and make sweet potato purees and so cool. simple syrups out of the sweet potato leaves. And so it's really, I'm telling you, it's amazing. And and sweet potatoes is just one vegetable that's been highlighted through this whole competition. I feel like there is so much we have to learn, Abby. I think she <laughs> might need to do like just a Julia and Julia of kind of thing where we just cook our way through every variety of sweet potato in a different way and just see what happens. I think that I would like so much fun. Farmers. I am willing to have my mind changed, but other than fry form, I'm not usually a huge sweet potato fan, but uh, I have a feeling that if these bomb chefs are cooking with sweet potatoes in a way that really, really makes them sing, then I could change my tune. Okay. You just wait. Till August yeah. 14th. August 14th. Okay. Okay. So and we're getting ahead. Yeah. I know. August 14th is the final event of all of the pieces that have been in place so far this year. So before we get to talking about that, that big closing event, talk us through sort of the process of, you know, where we started, what were the sort of incremental steps that led to our finalists, which will appear in this last event. All right. So, um, you know, I, I started 
contracting with the NCRLA to conceptualize this event. And, and since 2016, I've contracted with them every year to help run it and host it. And um, this year, my partner, uh, the past couple of years, my uh, partner in crime at the NCRLA is a young woman whose name is Inez Nicholson. And the two of us have, she says, she's my, the NCRLA contact and I'm the freelancer that's, that's, you know, working on it all, but uh, we bring lots of things to the table. We've had a great partnership as we have for all these years. And um, uh, so we started in January. Uh, We put out a call to chefs in early February-ish. They had about four or five um, weeks to apply. So not just chefs. uh, Well, I say chefs, pastry chefs, mixologists, and distilleries, North Carolina mixologists, North Carolina distilleries. The big stipulation is you have to be a, uh, in work chef um, working in the state of North Carolina, pastry chef, a mixologist working in the state of distillery in the state of North Carolina. And um, and that has been our main focus on those four things. So those people apply and uh, we go through the applications. Uh, there's an application process. It's a pretty detailed application they have to fill out. And then we select who will move on to one of five regional rounds. And this year, we had our biggest year ever. We had 76 chefs and pastry oh chefs from across the state who, uh, who moved on into to participate in our regional rounds and get this, 18 mixologists who were each paired with an, a North Carolina distillery. So the mixologist and the distilleries enter as a team and the chefs enter on their own. And, and you know, they're kind of representing their restaurant or their business, but I don't care what they do at their restaurant, particularly this, this represents them, each individual chef on a plate. And um, so then our regional, our uh, preliminary rounds of competitions start and several things I'm really proud about there uh, that we have built over the years. It started slowly, but now we're, we're there. One of them is that we compete at community college culinary schools across the state. So we are bringing in the next generation of culinarians uh, to participate. And um, to see what these chefs are doing and to see that you really can have a career in the hospitality industry. And and we have been so fortunate that all of our competing chefs, when they get into a culinary school, they turn into a teacher and they just want to share. And the, the culinary students can't help them, but they can help serve to the judges and they can, you know, they help with cleanup and set up and unloading sometimes, but they can't cook. But they see what these chefs are doing, and it's really inspiring. And that has been so much fun. So I'll just quickly through the list. We we started in Wilkesboro at Wilkes County Community College, which has an amazing culinary school. All of these places do, but that one is brand new. Uh, and that's in Wilkesboro. And then we moved to Asheville, and we competed at AB Tech, which is um, a, a longtime culinary school, well-known. They enter a ton of competitions, so they are really into the whole Let's have a competition here. Um, then we went to the coast uh, to Carteret Community College, which is in um, Moorhead City, another beautiful culinary school right on the water. That was just gorgeous set they set up there. And then um, then we came and it competed at CPCC. And um, and what people may not know is that CPCC has um, several campuses around Charlotte. So lots of people are used to going to the Philip Van Every building which is uptown off of King's Drive um, for events and stuff. We competed at their School of Baking and Pastry uh, on Harris, their Harris campus that's out by the airport. And it's gorgeous. And um, so a great facility, something Charlotte can be really proud of. Uh, And then we went to Raleigh. 
and we competed at Wake Tech Community College's School of Baking and Pastry. And um, another big community college with, with a huge culinary program. And so that has been really fun. turn to stay in touch with the city around you. Broadcast news isn't what it used to be, and commercial radio doesn't scratch that itch. If only there was one place you could get it all, when you want, wherever you want, on your schedule, there is the Queen City Podcast Network. Listen to your city on your schedule at queencitypodcastnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcasts. And as we have traveled across the state, we have we have I bring in judges that do not live in that area. So if we're competing in Charlotte, my judges aren't from Charlotte, even though North Carolina has a very tight culinary community and people know each other. They used to work for each other. You know, they walk in and it's somebody they hadn't seen in 10 years. But but I try really hard to not make it be people that work together now. So um, so we bring in ju- judges from across the state. All of our judges are working North Carolina chefs. So it's chefs judging chefs. And those preliminary rounds are not open to the public. So um, it is it is the most clandestine public competition, uh, <laughs> statewide competition you'll ever see. But, but the chefs come in, they have an hour and a half to prep. They can bring things already prepped if they want to. Um, we we ask them to feature as much local as makes sense down to the plates in which they serve. And um, and then they have an hour and a half to prep and then they present to the judges. They have about any depending upon uh, which round of competition it is anywhere between 12 or 15, 20 minutes to present to the judges, the judges taste. They they ask questions about it. They take notes. And then the next chef comes in. So we in the preliminary rounds we had because we had so many, there were several rounds where we had 20 and 22 chefs competing in one day. Wow. And uh uh, but it's been a ton of fun. And, yeah. and you want me to keep going? <laughs> well, I mean, look, I'm yeah. just thinking, I'm just yeah. reflecting on the fact that the last six months you have eaten very well, Heidi. I think yeah. that you have been able to, I, no wonder you want to be a part of this event and manage this event. Like this is a great place to just experience all of these incredible chefs from all over the state, yeah. all of the different ideas that they're going to be bringing to the table, which could be wildly different from one year to the next, even with the same chef and what types of food from North Carolina they want to highlight. Absolutely. And it's always with some inspiration from their background. I mean, they, you know, everybody goes back to their mother or their grandmother taught them how to cook. I mean, that that is the case with lots of people in the world. Um, but same for these chefs. But there's always a story they want to tell. And they do that on the plate. And the story of why they did what they did also is, is helps them move ahead. And it is a great they're just so inspiring. I, that is the part I wish I could just video all 76 of those. It, you, we can't because you don't want, you know, judges say things and don't say things. And we just, those, those are private encounters, um, but they've all been great. Our judges are very positive. Um, they offer a lot of great feedback. So for young chefs that have never done this before, they get a lot of great ideas and feedback from the judges. But um, after those five uh, preliminary rounds, 
based on the scores, we picked the highest 20 chefs. So 15 savory chefs, five uh, pastry chefs now move on to the regional rounds of competition. And um, now as semifinalists, they move, they also move on to uh, the grand finale. So we have just completed last week, we finished uh, in Raleigh, our two regional rounds of competition, Eastern North Carolina and Western North Carolina. If people go to uh, the NCRLA Chef Showdown social media, um, just this past week, I will have posted a lot of videos from those chefs saying how they felt after they came back from judges table. And um and now uh, the emphasis is on this grand finale. So these same 20 chefs come to the pavilion at the Angus Barn and uh, in Raleigh. In it's Raleigh. a beautiful venue. And they cre- recreate the same dish they made for five ju- or for four judges. They now are recreating for the 500 people that are going to be at the event in a small little tasting sample. So people at the event will taste the same dish as the judges did. And those people will get to vote for the um, People's Choice Awards powered by the North Carolina Sweet Potato Commission. Awesome. Sweet Potato, one word. (laughs) That's right. Sweet Potato, one word. Uh, So I know that we've got chefs from all over the place and talent from all over the state, but we live in Charlotte. So give us a little bit of a spoiler. How many uh, how many folks from our neck of the woods have made it to the finals? We have six chefs in that mix wow. of 20. That's and, awesome. Um, and it's really great. And I will say that, that chefs across the state were well represented. It is not a Charlotte versus Raleigh thing, although no. that is where most of our, the not most, I shouldn't even say that. A greater portion of our competitors come from those two cities, but those are the two largest cities in the state. Sure, it just um, makes sense. Yeah. Well, last year we also had an, an enormous amount of people from the coast this year, and we were thrilled to see that from the mountains, from the triad. So, um, you want to know who's in? Yeah, yes, we yes, do. Please. All right. So, um, we'll start on the savory side. There are three chefs from our area on the savory side. So, uh, Chef Jamie Barnes, who is Ooh, well known. The podcast. From we love him. Fries. Has he been on? Yes. Yeah. Excellent. 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 Um, And then our next person is uh, Chef Olajuwon Mason. Uh, Olajuwon is now a chef at the Kimpton Hotel uptown. He works in their, um, he's not at Angeline's, although he's there if they need him, but he works mostly in their catering and room service and and, um, those areas of the hotel. And then also from our area, not necessarily from Charlotte, is uh, Chef Michael Beers. And Michael is the uh, executive chef at River Run Country Club in Davidson. And um, so really cool to see. We have, we've had a lot of country club chefs apply, a lot of hotel chefs apply. Um, But that's such a, I mean, that's just in hearing those three, I mean, one industry, but so many different pieces and facets of that industry represented because it's not all just, you know, food truck owners or, you know, it spans the gamut. So that's exciting to see everybody sort of playing on the same field. Right. Yeah. And And to your point, like it's, it's not just like where you work, it's you as a chef. So even though you might be cooking something in particular or a style at your place that you're a professional, it's not, the, you don't have to submit something right. in that style, right, Heidi, to- That is correct. Compete. That is correct. And and think about it. If you're the chef of the, all these 20 people are going, the 15 savory chefs are going for the title of um, chef of the year. The five pastry, five pastry chefs are going for the pastry chef of the year. If you're the chef of the year or the pastry chef of the year, 
you just don't want to have one game in your pocket. You know how to do a lot of different things. So they cannot make the same dish in, in the uh, preliminary round and then the regional round. They have to do something different. And, you know, in a perfect world, world we would have done this 10 or 20 times, but the truth is the year's not that long. <laughs> we compete on Mondays. And so, um, because that's when most of the hospitality industry is not working. Yeah. And so, um, so we, we go through two rounds, but they, they have to do something different and, um, and they have, and that's been the coolest thing because when you see what they've done again, all of this is go on the social media, you'll see all the pictures and descriptions of the dishes. But when you see what they've done and you know what they cook in their restaurant, you're going to go, oh man, this is not just, uh, you know, a one game kind of thing. They, you know, maybe they work in an Italian restaurant, but they're doing the coolest Southern, whatever it is. And, um, and no matter where these chefs are from, chef driven restaurants, hotels, big industry, big culinary industry, uh, they're cooking with local North Carolina products from sometimes teeny tiny little urban farmers and sometimes big, uh, bigger farms. But uh, so that's the savory side. Now you want to hear the sweet side. Yes. uh, Representing Charlotte. So we have three uh, really cool pastry chefs. Um, Katie Van Slyke is uh, one of them. Katie, I I say, has the coolest job ever. She didn't have this job when she started in this competition, but what happens is life and chefs change jobs back and forth. And so she is now, I forget what her exact title is, like the director of innovation for Krispy Kreme. And uh, she's at their headquarters here in Charlotte. And so So she's the one that comes up with all the cool seasonal donuts now. And thank you, Katie. (laughs) Here's a holiday. And so, and did you know that uh, not to talk way about one more chef than the other, but um, at the the South End location of Krispy Kreme, did you know there's a Krispy Kreme vending machine there? I've been there. (laughs) I've done it. All right. So I'm late to this game. (laughs) I was thrilled to find that out. So um, who else do we have? Okay, so we have um, uh, Anne-Marie Stefani. So she is the pastry chef at Restaurant Constance. Yeah, uh, we've enjoyed and, some of, um, her, of her pastries. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. And then also Savannah Broder, who is the pastry chef at the Ballantine Hotel. And awesome. so again, a wide variety of people who work in industry, people who work in the hotel, people who work for very small chef-driven restaurants. And and that is the case across the competition. So um, it's really fun. You're going to see a lot of and taste a lot of really cool, uh, different things than what and, you see on people's menus. And we're going to be there. Jen and I yes. are going to yeah. be there. We're so excited. And we want you, our listeners, to be there too. Because there are available tickets that you can purchase to be a member of this event. And as you mentioned, that means you also get to have a voice in the People's Choice Award for the evening. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So um, uh, the event is August 14th. It is a Monday night. It is in Raleigh. um, And it is from 6 o'clock in the evening till 8.30 in the evening. So uh, it's not a late night event. A lot of people from Raleigh come right from work. And I would say you could plan dinner afterwards, but you're not going to want to. No. I don't think so. If you do it right, you're going to be full for a while. Yes. Yes. So what you're (laughs) going to do is come in. We have uh, the 20 chef stations. Then we have six mixology stations. I don't have the list of the mixologists who are going to be participating right now because we are still in the, as we film this podcast or uh, record this podcast, we're still in the middle of those competitions. But on August 1st, uh, that list will be up on the um, 
social media and on the website. And um, so you come in, you taste 15 savory dishes, five sweet dishes, and each, here's the, and six cocktails and six mocktails. Each of the mixologists oh, amazing. is making a cocktail with local spirits and other local products and a mocktail with local spirit, uh, local products, no local spirits. And, um, and then new this year, and I'm thrilled about this, uh, each of the chefs and pastry chefs is going to be paired with an award-winning North Carolina wine. Oh, so the North Carolina, yeah, yeah, it's so cool. The North Carolina Wine Council uh, just had their annual awards and 100, 187, I think, there were 187 entries from wineries across the state. And I was lucky enough to be a judge in that. So um, I spent the day sipping and swirling and... And spitting, I have to say, because you can't possibly <laughs> drink all that. But um, so our table tasted 80 different wines. But in the room, oh t- I know, in somebody had to do it. I, you know. Oh, what a terrible job. Service, you know, Heidi. I know, I know, I know. So uh, I can't believe I just said that. But um, but anyway, we we tasted the wines. We There are gold and double gold and silver and bronze winners. But uh, 19, uh, 20 of the gold, double gold and silver winners will be at this event. And we have uh, the head of the NC Wine Council, who is um, uh, Brianna Burns, is a psalm and a, uh, a wine, a certified wine instructor. And she and and I helped a little bit, but she did it, um, paired the these award winning wines, each with a dish. So they're t- fabulous wine pairings and you'll get to taste 20 different North Carolina wines. Incredible. So what I'm hearing is, uh, please take a ride share to this event. Yes. Please be safe. <laughs> Do not drive us alone. Or please spit in the bucket if you need to. There's no shame in that game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and there are awesome. lots of hotels in the Raleigh-Durham area that are great places to stay. Lots of them close to the venue. But yes, find a designated driver. And that's why we have mocktails. That's and right. And we also have soft great. drinks at the bar, North Carolina soft drinks. Um, so to get a ticket, um, all you have to do is go online and push a button. Uh, it's at nchefshowdown.com. That's the website. That's where all the competitors are listed. You'll see the list of all those people. Um, all our sponsors are listed there. And, uh, on our website is, uh, on our social media is where you'll see the videos of chefs and the pictures of the dishes they created and, uh, a large plate of what you're going to taste a sample size of, uh, on oh, August. Cool. Yeah. yeah. And get a little preview. A little I like preview. That. So and you can strategize. Kind of and right, then exactly. when you come to the event, uh, you get a map. And so we've printed out a map that's got the layout of the room with every little station and the, sh- and it tells you where each chef is going to be. And a place to take notes so that as you're going through, because you were never going to remember 20 uh-huh. dishes and six cocktails and six mocktails, <laughs> you can take notes and then you'll have that all in front of you when you go to vote for the People's Choice Awards. You can take that sheet home. The The voting for the People's Choice Awards is digital. It's on your phone. So we oh, encourage cool. you to bring your phone in and we we don't want you talking on it necessarily, but just take pictures and yeah. vote for the People's Choice Awards. And then, um, and then you can take that sheet home. So you'll have a list of all the wines that were there. If you should you wish to order those wines, people can actually go to ncwine.com. But if you Google North Carolina Wine Council, uh, you'll see their website and the list of all those gold and double gold winners is up there now. So you can see what the the top wines in North Carolina are right now. I definitely um, want to check that out. And that's that really list. fun. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then you know, at the end of the night, we announce 
chef of the year. We announced pastry chef of the year, distillery of the year, bartender of the year. And uh, we also um, announced the People's Choice winners. And in addition, this year, the Dairy Alliance, which is a southeastern uh, group, southeastern United States, and they support dairy farmers across the state uh, and across the southeast, um, is is uh, sponsoring an award for the best use of cow's milk dairy in in a savory dish, so a sweet cool. dish, a mocktail, and a cocktail. So cool. not everything has dairy in it, but a lot of things do. And the people who put dairy in, the chefs who put dairy in their uh, preliminary round dish and their regional round dish are uh, eligible for that award. So, so cool. awesome. Yeah, that's neat. What a cool way to see all of this come together, Heidi. I'm just tons oh. and tons and tons and tons and tons of local. And that's wow. what I, that is my love. And, you know, you know me, I just so, I want everybody to to cook like that and shop like that. And you come to this event, you're going to be inspired to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. I know I'm, I'm already planning how to, to go to the farmer's market more. Yeah. Um, but man, so we, we have got a lot of, uh, of excitement brewing for this event. Again, the, the website for those of you listening, ncchefshowdown.com. Please, please get a ticket. If you're able to come out and support, come say hi to Abby and I, we will be there. Uh, probably in heaven. You yes. might have a hard time getting rid of us. After I'll be a floating while. above the earth. <laughs> right. yes. It's so much fun. And the pavilion is a beautiful venue and, um, and there's a beautiful patio outside as well. So if you need a break from the crowds, we've got it spaced out and, and the room, it, it, there's a good flow to the room, but um, yeah. you're going to run in and, and rub shoulders. All our judges come, they're all chefs you've heard about. And uh, there's a lot of people that come that you, that you know, and love. And, um, and, you know, it'll be fun for you, for everybody to meet those people. Best of the best. Yeah. I'm excited, Heidi. We're going to see you there. Thank you so much for sharing with us a little bit about what we can expect. I so appreciate the work you guys do to promote all of this, to promote Charlotte chefs because you're right here and, and what they do. But, um, uh, I'm excited for you to come and meet some chefs from across the state and to see all the local farms that have been uh, been uh, featured in this event. So so thank you all for that. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. And I can't wait to see all your social media oh, that yeah. you're going to do at the oh, event. It's going to be it's great. Coming. It's, it's coming. coming. Yeah. And Heidi, really quickly, <laughs> remind everyone where they can find you on social media and on your blog. Oh, you're so kind. It uh, On Instagram, it's at Heidi Bellotto, H-E-I-D-I-B-I-L-L-O-T-T-O. Uh, and on Facebook, also Heidi Bellotto, but um, Heidi Bellotto Cooks yeah. uh, is my Facebook page. And my blog is HeidiBellottoFood.com, HeidiBellottoFood.com. That's two L's and two mm-hmm. T's in Bellotto. And, um, and people can go to my website as well as the uh, Chef Showdown website to get all this information, the list of all the chefs, the what they're going to do. They can see pictures of what happened in the competition. And there's links uh, on my blog as well to um, buy tickets. Awesome. Awesome. We're about out of time. So I'm yep. going to close this out for this batch. My name is Jen. My name's Abby. And this has been Amuse, Amuse Boosh. QueenCityPodcastNetwork.com. dot com.